We're here. Thank you all for being here this morning. We appreciate you. We love you. We support you. Thank y'all so much for coming in. Amen. If you could, real quick, need something? Stand up to your feet while I read these scriptures, please, real quick. I'm going to read the scripture. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go. Before we read the scripture, y'all got 15 seconds to share. I almost forgot. Look at that. God got me. Amen. Real quick. You got 15 seconds to share, real quick. Amen. Go ahead. Yes, and if you could also please silence your phones. Do not disturb mode real quick. Amen. They text you, tell them to come to church. Amen. Praise God. Amen. It's time to come on to church. But uh, 15 seconds to share real quick. Amen. We appreciate the love and the support you have for the ministry. Thank you guys for being here in the house of the Lord as well. Amen. It feels good to get back to being in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So we thank you. Your 15 seconds should be up about now. Now, if you could stand, please, for the reading of God's word. We want to make sure we're honoring God's word. Um, we want to make sure we get back to that as well. Honoring God's word. Matthew 13, verse 3 and 4. Just a couple of verses. Amen. Matthew 13, 3 and 4. And it reads as follows. Though he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And he sowed, and he sowed some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Today, look at your neighbor real quick. So today we're preaching taking, my God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Today we're preaching taking. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. As we embark on this new series, I feel this. Watch this. This would be one of the most critical series and meaningful series I've ever preached as a pastor. I believe while our church is growing numerically, thank God, but I also believe more importantly, we're growing spiritually. Come on. Thank you. I've been teaching the word of God. Some of y'all been rocking with me since day one. Praise God. Since new creation started. Some of y'all been rocking with me anywhere from last year to last week. Amen. Praise God. I don't know. But, 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 but if you consider me your pastor, whether on live or on stream or in here today, please listen to your boy today. God said it's time to get planted. It's time to put your effort energy and exertion into getting rooted in him listen to what i'm saying so for the next four weeks i'm going to stay here flat-footed and preach from one passage we're not moving i often tell you guys during word and prayer watch this that god's word is so powerful it only takes a few verses and they can change your life Mm -hmm. so understand this i want you to bring notebooks if you got a phone watch this i don't care phones don't bother me i really have a a long pen and a short mind Amen. But my prayer is that three things become evident to you while we own this new uh, this new series. That your spirit, mind, and heart all agree on who God is. Number two, what is it going to take for me to continually grow in God as I get planted? And the last thing, which I can say could be the most important, watch this. What needs to either be left alone or die inside of me so I can grow? Amen, amen. So we find ourselves today in Matthew 13. Let me give you the scene. There's a great multitude outside. That means a big crowd. Jesus has a big crowd in front of him. So what does he do? He goes and get on the boat. He says, let me sell out. Let me get on this boat and let me watch. Let me let me let y'all make a big crowd. I'm going to teach from the boat because there's so many of y'all and I want y'all to feel me. So right here is where we start, where we begin. Matthew 13 and 14. It said, he spoke in many things in parables saying, behold, a sower went out to sow and he sowed some seed. Some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came up and to devour them. 
So a sower went out to sow. Why is that so important? A sower went out to sow and he gave them some seed. That is God making sure that everybody gets a chance to hear his word. I love that. I love that. God so good. Watch this. He uses life to get our attention. He's so good. He don't only use the good times, but he used the bad times as well. Amen. Because I come to find out. Watch this. He even said in the Bible when they, when they was going into the new land, the promise of land of milk and honey. Watch this. He said this. When you get your new land, don't forget about me. Because sometimes God so good to us we forget about him uh, uh, Sometimes when blessings is flowing In my life sometimes when everything is good Relationship good money good Everything is good We forget about how good God been to us Amen so I love God and he said I can't just depend on the good time to bring you to me Because if I'm too good you might forget But I gotta use heartache and pain And trials sometimes to bring you close to me So what this is teaching me Is that God is always speaking He's speaking through creation The sun moon and the stars Y'all might remember, watch this, this great uh, theological debate that happened in the lowrider in Boys in the Hood. Uh, praise God, amen. Y'all ain't seen Boys in the Hood. That great theological debate. And he said, there is no God. He said, there got to be a God because how do you get the sun, moon, stars, and things like that, right? Doughboy thought there wasn't no God because of tragedy in the world. But I love this. Dookie was smart enough to say, look here, we didn't create this ourselves. That, that somebody had to put a sun, somebody had to put a star, somebody had to put the moon, somebody had to put something in place. I don't care what's happening in the world. Yes, it's sin in the world. Yes, bad things happen. That's sad, but that's because we got to deal with a real devil. But understand, it's a real God who got everything under control. So God speaks through his creation, but God also speaks through his prophets. The Old Testament had many prophets, amen, that came and declared the word of God. God spoke through Jesus, his old son, right? That, 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 that wonderful savior that we got. He speaks through the Holy Spirit that encourages us, that speaks to us and say, nope, 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 don't make that move. Nope, 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 don't, don't turn down that street. No, no, no. The Holy Spirit inside us gives us discernment, but he also speaks to you through what? Your pastor, through leaders, and he's so good, he even speaks through other believers. The point I'm making is that God is always speaking. But are we listening? It ain't that he ain't speaking. It's sometimes that we ain't seeking. So so we got to understand that God is always speaking. Watch this. I use myself as an example. Uh, 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 if you knew me prior to me being Pastor George, you've seen God do some things in my life. Praise God. Amen. If you knew me prior to being Pastor George. But that's why, why, why the reason it is because the sower was sowing seeds in my life. See, he used the seeds, watch this, of a praying mama in my life. He used the seeds of a praying girlfriend at the time, Lady Thomas. He used the seed of Elder G. Craig Lewis with the truth behind hip-hop. He used the seed of Pastor Derek and Denise in my life. He used all these things. My brother DeAndre, we had some good conversations. When I was first, I wasn't even saved yet, but we had some good conversations about God that made me think and change my mind. That part, I was listening because the sower was sowing seeds, and I picked them up. But there was another time in my life. Many drunken nights, man, man, pray, praying that God just let me live through the night. It was many nights when I got too high to remember things, right? Too many, sometimes I was fornicating. Sometimes it was drug abuse. It was idol worship and worshiping girls and cars and money and all this crazy stuff and all this disobedience. Watch this. My ignorance never allowed me to reap the seeds that he was sowing. Ooh, well, this is what I'm saying. So my understanding was this. Watch this back then that if God don't forgive me, all I got to do is ask for it and I'm good. Because my understanding was low. If I just repent, I'm good. I'm good, right? I repent, I'm good. Me and good, me and God back on good terms. My understanding was low. And see, with that low understanding, if I can think I can keep sinning, just asking for forgiveness and everything cool in the game, yeah, you can keep doing that, but guess what happens? God don't want you to be a slave to nothing but him. 
And if I keep sinning and running to it and think all I got to do is keep asking for forgiveness, I become a slave to sin. And then if I keep becoming a slave to sin, watch this, it becomes premeditated. You know anything about the courtroom, premeditated murder is different, amen. When they know you calculated, when you thought about it, like she said, God knows your heart. So when he knows you thought about it, you wanted to do it, you planned to do it. Only thing you planned at the end was to ask for forgiveness, my God. That's a dangerous ground to be in. Yeah. But our understanding messes us up. Yeah. Yeah. See, these things caused me to miss, watch this, and not receive what the sower was trying to put in my life. So watch this. My life didn't change, and neither will yours until you get planted. I'm convinced nobody's life will change until you decide to get planted in God. Until you make a decision to say, this is where I'm at. Hell or high water, this is what it's going to be no matter what. I don't care how high it gets, or how low it gets, or how hard it gets, or how many storms I got to go through. Matter of fact, Job said one of my favorite things, even though he slay me, yet I trust him. Woo! Yet though he slay me, yet that God seems to be putting me through a trial and a tribulation. God seems to be putting me through a hard time. God seems to have me in all kind of problems right now, but he's still God. So I'd rather trust him than anybody else. I'd rather put my faith in him. I love that. So look at the text. He said, and he sowed some seeds and they fell by the wayside and the birds came and devoured them. See, Jesus is talking in a parable. He's teaching like this. If you read the teachings of Jesus, a lot of times he's in parables, he's in stories and riddles. And sometimes people can't really understand what he's saying. Even the disciples struggle with this. So they said, teacher, come on, help us out. We don't understand. So we're going to move a little further down. Matthew 13, 18 and 19. Look at this. Look at this. Therefore, hear the parable of the sword. When anyone hears the word of God, the word of the kingdom, and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received by the wayside. My God, now we're getting somewhere. Amen. So Jesus said, look, this is an example of what I'm talking about. So watch this. Anyone who hears the word of God and don't understand it, hear me, understand this. Understanding is an extremity. My God, praise God. Amen. Uh, maybe that didn't hit you. Understanding is an extremity. It's extreme. You got to get some understanding. Uh, in the book of Proverbs, there are over a hundred sayings where it says the word understanding or reference to it. Follow the instructions of your parents. Follow the instructions of your God. Follow the instructions of your teachers. He wants us to get some understanding. Here go a few of them. Write them down. Proverbs 4 and 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. God says something about understanding that's important, that we got to get some understanding. Yeah, you need wisdom and no doubt about it. But if you don't understand why you wise, you won't ever get to what I got for you. You got to understand it. He said this, Proverbs 16 and 22. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it. But the correction of fools is folly. My God, my God. Uh, understanding is a wellspring of life. Something about when I understand, my life is blessed. When I understand God's goodness, when I understand my purpose, when I understand all these things, it's like I got a wellspring of life. Proverbs 16 and 16, how much better is wisdom than gold? And to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. So understanding is more important than valuables. Understanding is more important than gold and silver. God's trying to teach us something. Why would he say understanding something that's not tangible, something that I can't hold, something that I can't go and get stuff with is more important than gold and silver? Why would God say something like that? Proverbs 2 and 11. Discretion will preserve you and understanding will keep you. My God, my God. 
discretion, having the right idea and be able to see things will preserve you and understanding will keep you. Watch this. My ability to hear and understand the word of God is critical to my relationship with God, my relationship with Jesus and his church. See, we see, we see, we got to prioritize on understanding. When is the last time you prayed for understanding? When's the last time? Not, not, not more money. Not a new relationship, a new spouse. Not a new job. Not a new favor. When is the last time you prayed for understanding? Come on. Come on. Think about that. We need God to help us understand some things, understand his word, understand this life. We need his understanding because he said it's more than what? Gold and silver. We pray for everything else, my God. But we don't pray for understanding. See, like this, without understanding, I'm lost. Right? Without understanding, I'm confused. And I'm more likely to cause harm to myself and others if I don't have understanding. Woo, come on, I'm trying to help y'all today. Come on, come on, come on. We got to understand how important understanding is. If I, uh, so, 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 example, uh, at the post office when I was working there, they, downtown at the plant, they have machines. And, and, and if you work on any kind of machines, watch this, you got to be safe, right? You got to know your safety, your protocols, and you got to, they got something called a lockout. Well, you got to lock out the machine because two people might be working on the machine and one person might not be able to see you. So to protect yourself, you got to lock it out. And I remember one time, watch this, a man's hand was in the machine and it ended up getting crunched up from the machine because what? He didn't lock it out. See, because he didn't have understanding of the protocol. It caused harm to his body. And just like that in the spiritual, we don't have an understanding of what God is saying, an understanding of how I should move, an understanding of his word. I can harm myself, but I can harm others as well. Woo. Look at what he said. Look at what he said. Once I understand what God desires of me, watch this. And then I know what I'm called to do. I'm not easily distracted. I try to help somebody right there. That's good right there. Uh, 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 once I understand the desire of what God has for me and what I'm called to do, I'm not easily distracted. See, the wicked one is coming to snatch. He's coming to take things away from you. Amen. And you got to realize, understand that the only reason he can distract you, watch this, is because I'm not tied up in my purpose. Because if I know what I'm supposed to be doing and what God has called me to be doing, I'm quick to hit do not disturb. Uh, your phone call don't align with my purpose. I got time to talk to you. Your phone call don't or your text don't align with my purpose. I can ignore your text in the middle of the night. I can ignore your phone call. I can ignore this show. I can ignore certain things. Why? Because I ain't got time to let the enemy snatch nothing from me. Because I understand what I'm supposed to be doing and where I'm supposed to be. But if I don't got a clue. I get tossed by the wind. Yeah. If I ain't got a clue what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm going to the left, I'm going to the right. I'm up, I'm down, I'm high, I'm low, I'm depressed, I'm happy, I'm sad. I'm all over the place. But when I got an understanding, purpose is on me. When I got an understanding, favor finds me. When I got an understanding, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. See, I understand that my steps are ordered by him. So goodness and favor got to find me. I understand that. We got to understand his word. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Jesus provides this, provides some understanding letter in text. Look at this. Where anyone hears the word of God of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one snatches away the word that was sown in his heart. How does the wicked one come and snatch out of a heart? See, the enemy, watch this. He will annihilate you on account of your ignorance. He will annihilate you. 
He killed. He was, the Bible says the thief come nothing but to steal, kill, and destroy. That's all he want to do. He comes to kill you, annihilate you on the basis of your ignorance. See, there was the old school mom said, when you know better, you do better. Amen. Praise God. When you got some understanding, you're going to do better. And the enemy knows that. So if you don't understand it, he pounces on you like a lion on a gazelle. Because they ain't got no understanding. I'm here to destroy them. He understands that. Watch this. So you got to understand this. If listen to me, Pastor George, PG, whatever you call me, both is cool in the game. But understand this. Don't never leave church without no understanding. I don't care, you better wait and talk to me. Okay. Pastor, I didn't really understand what you said. Come talk to me. That's Pastor, it. can you explain it furthermore? Can you find this answer? I do my best to find it out. If I can't, I'll let you know. We'll both dig together if I can't find it right now. But don't leave out the house of God without understanding because the enemy is coming to what? Snatch the word out of your heart if you don't have no understanding. Look at this. Look at this. True story. Oprah, I know Oprah, Oprah Winfrey is, right? Y'all know Oprah. Yeah, everybody know Oprah. You got a car. You got a car. You got everybody know Oprah. Okay, okay, okay. Make sure. Uh, uh, watch this. She, she's one who believes that there's many ways to God. My God, that, that's not what my Bible teaches me. She believes there's many ways to God. Her views are, on God are kind of different than the Bible. But listen to this. At 27, you can watch it on YouTube. 27, she tells a story. She's at church. She's having a wonderful time. She's enjoying the service. This Baptist preacher is preaching. He's talking about God is omnipresent and God is omniscient and God is omnipotent. He's all powerful. He's all knowing. He's all seeing. She says, I'm feeling it. I'm into the service. I'm loving it. But then the pastor said, for the Lord, your God is a jealous God. And she didn't understand it. It struck a nerve in her spirit. Her understanding was, why is God jealous of me? Why, why would I want to serve a God who's jealous of me? That don't make no sense. How is he this good, this kind? How is he all this? And he's jealous of me. And, and, and maybe the, I don't know I wasn't there. Maybe the minister should have exegeted the verse better. Maybe he should have gave him some context. That's why I try to make sure I'm as thorough as possible when I'm preaching. That I look at the text. I look at it. I exegete it. I go to this. I want you to know where I'm coming from, where it came from. I think we need to do that as pastors because we're educating you in the word of God. And if y'all get some understanding, a church with some understanding make hell nervous. A church with some understanding is able to change a city. A church with some understanding is able to change a nation. So I try my best to make sure you guys understand the word of God. But she left there confused, angry, and upset. But what he would have told her, that's one of the Ten Commandments. And God ain't just of you, sweetie. My, 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 my God created you. Uh, my, my, my God owns a cat, a th- a cat was a cat on a thousand hill. Yeah. Uh, my God owns the whole Lord and everything thereof. He's not jealous of you. He's jealous when you put things before him. He's jealous because you're his creation and he loves you and will do anything for you. But when you give all your time and effort and energy to a no good Negro, to a no good sister, to a no good job, to all this no good stuff, you give everything to it and don't want to give me nothing. I turn jealous. Understanding is key. If you don't have an understanding, my God, ain't no telling where you would go. So listen to this. Listen to this. In that moment, watch this. Her perspective was changed. And the wicked one came and snatched the word of God that was sown out of her heart. She was enjoying service. She felt his presence. She loved it. But that one scripture, because it wasn't no understanding, changed the way she viewed God. See, Jesus is teaching about the life that is the person that receives the word by the wayside. The birds came and devoured the seed is what he said. The wicked one said, when he explained it, the wicked one snatches it from your heart. The birds devour the seed, the wicked one snatches it from your heart. Hear me, the birds, the wicked one, and the people all come to snatch things out of your heart. 
See, the first thing I got to come to grips with in my life is, watch this, the devil is willing to use whoever and whenever. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah, that should help you right there. Uh, the devil, don't, he don't play fair. He don't care. He's willing to use whoever and do it whenever. There's no limit to him. I know it's hard for us to reason in our minds something that's 100% evil. Something with no good in them because we look at people and we try to see the good in people that everybody got a heart, everybody got at least a little bit of good in them. I mean, everybody got a little bit, not the devil. Has no good in them, nothing. Jesus said, You were a murderer since the beginning, you were a thief and a liar since the beginning. That's why I seen you fall from heaven like lightning because you're no good. You tricked a third of the angels to disobey my father. Nothing is good in you. You deceive mankind. You had eat, eat from that tree when you knew God wasn't lying to her, when you knew God gave him the garden, when you knew God had blessed for him. You were a thief and a liar. He's no good, so he's willing to use anybody and everybody. He'll use your mama if he can. Woo! He'll use your children if he can. He'll use your boss if he can. Your brother, your sister if he can. He don't care. He don't play for He's willing to use anybody. So that's why I got to have an understanding of God's word to keep in my heart so it don't get snatched up out of me. Woo! But pastor, I don't want to be by the wayside. Praise God. I hope y'all don't want you to be by the wayside. Uh, I don't want to get snatched. Well, guess what? Jesus don't want you to either. Don't want you to get snatched either. But listen to this. Look at this. Look at what he says. John 10, 27 and 30. We almost done, y'all. Look at this. We ain't going to be here long. We're going to be in this verse for the next four weeks. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them. They follow me. And I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hands. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. My God, that's good. That's good. I love how Jesus says this. Look here. My sheep hear my voice and I know them. See, part of my understanding is coming to realize who's my master. Praise God. Show enough. Amen. Who the master? Amen. Praise God. You ain't seen Last Dragon. All right. Praise God. Show enough. Who's my master? Who is it? Is Jesus my master? Because he said, my sheep hear my voice. All sheep got a shepherd. Y'all missed that, amen. Ain't no sheep out here running around reckless. Ain't no sheep running around on their own. Ain't no sheep running around doing whatever they want to do. Every sheep is submitted to the shepherd. So he said, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. So so to prevent me from getting snatched. Y'all ain't helping me preach this now. To prevent me from getting snatched. I got to know the shepherd's voice. I got to hear it. But then I got to follow. It's all part of my understanding. That when he speak, I listen. And when he say move, I move. When he say be still, I'm still. When he say wait, I wait. When he say trust, I trust. I got to know what my shepherd is saying. He said they know me, they hear me, and they follow me. See, my sheep hear my voice means this. Watch this. They familiar with him. See, see, it's something about a familiar voice. It's certain people that will call your phone right now. You ain't got to say hello. You, you don't need your caller ID. You don't need their number program. You hear their voice, and you know who they are. And depending on who they are, you know what they want to, praise God. Amen. <laughs> depending on who they are. But, but watch this. Lady Thomas, she know my voice. She know my voice. So, 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 attached to my voice could be what? Sometimes my moves. 
She know my face and she know. Yeah, he unhappy right there. Yup, 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 yeah, my daddy. Yup, come here, baby. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. Let me help you out. She know my faces. She know everything. Watch this. She knows everything about me. Likewise, I feel I know the same about her. I know her voice. I know I know her faces. I know what she's saying. Sometimes I have trouble remembering what she's saying. Sometimes I praise her. I pray for me. Amen. She's laughing at me. I told you about such and say, you don't remember. Nah, I don't remember, baby. I'm sorry. That's the man thing I think. Praise God. Pray for us. Amen. We be struggling sometimes. Our mind don't work like y'all. We different. But anyway, 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 just a transparent moment. But, but but look at this, look at this. The point I'm making is, watch this, if Jesus is the groom and we are the bride, we are the sheep and we are his people, if I'm married to him, I should know his voice. I should know what he likes and what he don't like. I should know what righteousness is and what unrighteousness is. I should know what sin is and what not sin is. I should know what to follow and what not to follow. It's my job to understand my bride. She's our job to understand her groom. Good. So why don't we think that works with God? Good. We got to understand who he is. Good. Jesus says things like this. Watch this. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I got to know that. Because yeah. he's telling me my love ain't predicated on my lips alone. My love, watch this, ain't predicated on my church attendance alone. My love is predicated on being able to keep his commandments. That's the understanding. That's how people can take this church bus to hell. Y'all ain't trying to help. I'm, I'm teaching this week. I'm flat-footed and I'm teaching. Understand, people take the church verse to hell. They go to church their whole life and end up in hell because they don't understand that if you love me, you will keep my commandments, not keep breaking my heart. He's good enough to forgive me. Yes, the Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive us of any sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. That's cool. I know he is, but I don't abuse his grace because that's not love. Woo. My understanding, I hear, I know, and I follow. 28 said he gives eternal life. We will not perish and neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hands. Jesus says this, watch this, on the wayside, no, watch on the wayside with no understanding, the word quickly gets snatched out of our heart from the wicked one. But then Jesus says this in John, that nobody can snatch you from my hand. Do I need to say it in my key sweat voice? Uh, 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 nobody, nobody can snatch Thank you Lady Thomas Nobody I can't tune like that But nobody is able to snatch me Out of his hands Why can't they? I'm glad you asked I love that I love He said my father and who has given them to me Is greater than all My God Y'all miss y'all shout okay, I'm gonna read again Why can't nobody snatch me out of his hands? He said my father who's given them to me Is greater than all Y'all still miss Somebody got it Somebody got it so what Jesus is saying, why the enemy's out here snatching people, right? No doubt about it. He's kidnapping some people's hearts right now. He's taking people that don't get understanding. He's taking people that don't understand. But guess what? Some of us who know him as the master, who are his sheep, who follow his voice, who listen and follow him. Watch this. My father has given them to me, my God. So I belong to my master. Amen. And my, his father is greater than all. That means no one is able to snatch it out of his hand. Nobody is capable of snatching me out of his hands. Nobody is strong enough to snatch me out of his hands. Nobody is powerful enough to snatch me out of his hands. Nobody is smart enough to snatch me out of his hands. I thank God. Why? Because he keeps us from being snatched. I'm in his hands. Can't nothing take me out of his hands. Not no demon in hell. Not no devil. No, nothing can take me out of his hands because I'm in him. I love this, I love this, I love this, y'all. Told you I'm almost done, watch this. One of my favorite movies, watch this, is a film called Taken. Y'all seen Taken? 
one of my favorite movies. It came out in 2008, and it starred a man named Lee, uh, Liam Nielsen, who played a character named Brian Mills. His name was Brian Mills. He was a former go government co-op guy. I mean, he had all the skills. He knew all the guns, all the tricks. He had all the technology. He was very well equipped to handle situations. So he gets up with his daughter. He ain't been the greatest father. Him and his wife are divorced. He gets up with his daughter. He's trying to uh, get back into her life. So they got a good relationship. And then what happens? He, she asks, can she go to uh, Paris? Daddy said, nah, Paris is dangerous. I don't want you to go to Paris. I don't want you to be in Europe by yourself. You're a teenage girl. He said, I'm going with my friend. We're going to a study group. It'll be cool. Blah, 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 blah. He uh, finally agrees for her to go. So they get to go, then he finds out they're actually going on a tour to follow YouTube around Europe. My God. Two 16, 17-year-old girls going to be in Europe by themselves following YouTube around. That already sounds like a disaster. Amen. Praise God. I know we ain't, uh, you, ain't, you ain't barely going down the street without me, my God. You better check in. Let me know when you get there. Praise God. I ain't seeing you to Europe and not know what you're doing. So they get there and the other friend watched this. His dad gave her his daughter to talk to understand how to be safe. And she thought daddy was tripping. The other girl man must not got that talk from her parents. She was ready to go and have fun. She, she, she said, look, we're going to stay with my cousins. She lied. Her cousins was in Spain. They had a whole crib to themselves in Paris by themselves as teenagers. They meet the, you know the story. They meet the young guy at the bus stop. He flirting with them all night. She give him the address. Think everything's cool and gravy. What happens? The boys show up with some people to kidnap him. Amen. He comes and takes the first girl. She gets nervous. I love this. First thing she do is get her phone and call her daddy. Uh, she calls her daddy and say, Daddy, they just took my friend. I need your help. He said, look here, go underneath the bed. I need you to do. You, you recognize anything. Yell it out to me so I can see what it is. Tell me what a tattoos, a scar, a mark. Tell me anything you see. Watch this. And then he said, watch this. I need you to understand one thing. You're going to be taken. Uh, I need you to understand. I know it's bad right now, but you're going to be taken. But I don't care who take you. I'm coming to get you. Help me push this thing. I don't care who tried to snatch you. Daddy coming to get you. And all I'm saying is that the God I serve, Jesus said, my father and I are one. Can't nobody snatch us out of our hand. So every lie the enemy took from you, every good thing the enemy took and stole and snatched, I don't care what it was, God said, you coming back to me. I'm coming. I'm your father. You my child. And I will never let you be snatched. I came to save, heal, set free, and deliver. Woo! See, Jesus did that, y'all. See, we was taken by sin. We were captured by sin, by our own lust, our own greed, our own pride. We were captured by that. And Jesus said, look here, Father, what you want me to do? He said, I'm going to the cross. So Jesus, because we were taken by the enemy, he snatched us. We had hell as our destination. where We were doomed to go, deserving to go because of our offenses to God. He said this, look here, Father, I will do whatever you want me to do. If I got to go and get whooped and beat to save them, I'll do it. If I got to get lied upon and caught a blaspheme, even though me and you are one, i do it. If I got to get spit on and beaten, hammered and nailed to a cross with, with not nails, with spikes. They, they weren't nails. I know we think we hammered them. No, no, spikes like a tent. Get spikes in my hands and spikes in my feet. And that's what it takes. Watch this, they've been taken. So if I got to go to hell for three days and fight, the Bible says that Jesus went down and let the captives free. Where do you think he let them free from? That he went down to hell and started opening up cells, started kicking stuff over, started unlocking things. So we, then he rose three days later so we can be redeemed. So listen to me and hear me clearly, y'all. Jesus has a purpose and plan for your life. But for that to move, you got to get planted. It's time to get planted, y'all. 
I mean it when I say this is the time. This is this this is a very critical series for this church. If you know you're not planted in Christ, you need to make a decision today. If the enemy been snatching you and taking you to and fro, playing tug, you playing tug of war, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. God said, no, that's not my will for you. My will for you is to be in my presence. My will for you is to follow my voice. My will for you is to live the life I've designed. But you've letting the enemy snatch you. But understand, my hands ain't out of his re- out of your reach. That you can still be in my hands. He just pulling you. He ain't snatched you. But you got to make a decision to come into my hands. So if you have not made a decision for Christ, whether in person or online today, and say, God, I surrender all. Today is today. Why well, put off for tomorrow what I can do today? If you don't know Christ as your personal and savior and not committed your life to Christ, let today be your day. Say it's time for me to walk by faith and not by sight. It's time for me to love God for real. It's time for me, watch this, for my lips and my heart to line up. Because <laughs> it's so easy to say with our lips and not put no action behind it. It's so easy to say I love God and really we don't. This is be honest. We don't give him no time. We don't give him no treasure. We don't give him our talent. We don't give God anything. And if we do, it's the bare minimum. And he didn't do that. He, he, he paid asking price on the cross. Y'all, y'all, y'all know what asking price is? See, see, when you go and, and get a vehicle, sometimes they got a, they got a price they're asking for. And sometimes that price won't agree with you. <laughs> I'm not paying that. I'm either talk them down or I can't get it. But, but Jesus didn't bargain with the Father. He said, that's what it's going to take. I'll pay asking price, Father. Nevertheless, he says, nevertheless, not my will be done. Let your will be done. So if you need to be saved, if you need to, if you, if, if you need to recommit your life to Christ, I'll say it that way as well. Wherever you are in your walk, let today be your day. I, I would not sit there knowing that God is speaking and pushing and pronging. I feel him in my heart and my mind. Don't let the enemy snatch you and keep you in your seat. Because he's a snatcher. He's a thief. Don't let him snatch you. Let God lead you in this season of your life. Get planted. It's time to get in the soil. Praise God. Bless you, Brother Troy. Give God some praise. Amen. I thank you for being obedient to God. Thank you for being obedient to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can stand on your feet. I think, I think that's worthy of a standing ovation to me. I think that should be standing up. Amen. Giving God glory. The Bible says, watch this, the angels in heaven rejoice when one person makes a decision. So if you need Christ and you need to get connected, planted, that's what we about. It's time out for playing. It's time out for playing. I talked to one of my best friends. I, I, I called, called one of my best friends. I hadn't talked to in a long time. One of my best friends. I said, man, we ain't hung out in about 20 years. This is one of my boys. Because life got busy. We got kids and marriage. All this stuff happens. And he says, man, it's crazy. Watch how God works. He said, I've been thinking about you. I I was at my cousin's funeral, and there was a young pastor, and he reminded me of you, and you called. I ain't talked to him, I don't know how long. This is my boy, he's no doubt about it. I love him to do anything for him today. He called me, need me, I'm there. Just ain't talked to him, busy. And he said, it was weird, you was on my mind, and then you called. And he came out, he said, man, I was at my cousin's funeral, I, I, I don't think I've met this cousin. And he said, it was so tragic. Uh, it was a car accident uh, uh, in front of a CVS. She was young and she passed away. Young lady. And see, that's not a scared tactic. Hear my heart. We, who told us we got more time? Who told us tomorrow promise? I, I'm just wondering. Who told us tonight promise? 
We got plans to do stuff this week. But who told us it's going to happen? Lord willing, it happens. And it's not a scary thing. Y'all know me. I don't extend. I don't, I don't, I don't play with altar call. And I don't try to scare nobody because that that, that's, I can't scare you when they're being saved. But I want you to be for real and think about life. The Bible says life is a vapor and it's fading away. It's a vapor. And most of us, if we're honest, got more years behind us than we got ahead of us. Come on, somebody. You got more years behind you than you got ahead of you. So if you know you need God, amen. I'm about to be done. If you know you need Christ, let today be your day. If you know you need to be saved, let today be your day. If it's anybody else, amen, praise God. If it's anybody else, amen, praise God. This is your chance. If it's online, it's a number. We'll definitely reach back out to you. You text, hit that number online. Most definitely, we'll reach out to you as well. The same offer is extended to you as well. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's give God some praise, amen. Give God some praise. All right, we're going I always give people an opportunity. Do you want to say something as to why you made a decision or what, what God is saying to you? I always want to give out because I don't know what's on your heart. And you might just want to share it. It might encourage somebody else. Would you like to share? Yeah. All right. Okay. Let me, can you give me that mic, please? Amen. Let me. Go ahead. Go ahead, my brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Testify. 